Welcome to the Fit for Life podcast, the show where we learn a bit more about being happy in the body we have, taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life. Episode 4, Setbacks. Life happens. It's really cool to think about athletes or paid actors who are training every single day. They work hard, they eat right, and they have trainers and chefs and massage therapists and everything you could hope for. For the rest of us, this isn't a normal lifestyle. We're squeezing in a workout where we can. We're cooking our food as healthy as we can. And at the end of the day, there may not be enough time, energy, or willpower to throw on your tennis shoes and do a workout. But that's life. Most of us aren't paid to exercise or train. Maybe despite your best efforts, you didn't sleep well, or you tweaked your neck or injured something. This particular topic has been on my mind a lot lately. Back in March of this year, of 2021, I was very tired and sore from a workout earlier in the week. I knew I was tired. I knew I should have either done a much lighter workout or even no workout at all. I should have probably just gone to bed. But I pushed through. I broke my own rules about listening to my body, and I deadlift heavy. Heavier than I had in a few months. And sure enough, I felt my hamstring pop. No pain. My leg just suddenly stopped working. I'm now sitting on the floor of my garage, and I'm trying to yeah, control my breathing. I know I'm hurt, but I have no idea to what extent yet. So my mind is spinning. I'm so mad at myself at this point. I knew better. I knew how tired I was going into this workout, but I ignored that little voice inside my head, that little voice that's now saying, I told you so. I was lucky. This time, it, it was just a small strain. I've had worse. But I am a bit older, and injuries do seem to take a lot longer to heal. So this time, it's just a setback. So where did I go wrong? I, I don't even want to ask that question. I lifted very heavy on Monday, slept poorly all that week, and was still very sore during this workout, which was on Thursday. I didn't warm up properly. I could have just gone to bed. That one day of rest versus six to 10 weeks of recovery. It's no contest. But setbacks happen. Injuries happen. If you're working out and pushing yourself, eventually you'll tweak or hurt something. It's a numbers game. And I'm not a doctor. I did gamble a bit with my injury that it was just a mild strain and that was something I knew how to deal with. But that was a decision I was comfortable making based on my history and my experience with injuries. For someone else, I think it's a good idea to speak with a doctor. They can help walk you through the recovery time frame, ideas to rehab the injury, or refer you to a physical therapist if they feel it's needed. And I definitely would rather be certain than delay recovery because I'm guessing. But that's my opinion. You'll need to decide what's the best course of action for you. So that's a long drawn out story. And I've since recovered physically from my injury. I'm back to lifting with no reservations. And if anything, I feel stronger. I used my downtime to focus on my weaknesses. I used video to look at my lifting form from previous training sessions and really make notes of areas I needed to improve. Weaknesses, like my hamstring. But how can you prevent a setback or injury like this in the first place? To start, I just want to say it again, there's always some level of risk of injury when working out. And you should always be aware of the factors that can either reduce or increase the potential for injury and do what you can to lower that risk as best as you can. As you learn more about your own body, learning to read your own cues, 
you'll be able to more accurately guess what level of risk you're dealing with. Some factors to consider, did you sleep poorly? Did you eat poorly? Are you hydrated? Did you warm up properly? How close are you to your max on a specific lift or movement? Hopefully this paints a picture, but you'll need to be honest with yourself and the risks you're taking when working out. A conversation I have now may sound like, today, yeah, I'm, I'm not at 100%. I may only be at 70 because I couldn't sleep and I'm still sore. Maybe I need to adjust my workout or just walk on the treadmill instead of trying to push it hard. It's uncomfortable and a, a weird conversation to have with myself and it's definitely something I need to practice, but it's better to be set back a day instead of a month or two or need actual physical therapy to rehab an injury. And it's not an uncommon thing to hear someone say, push through the pain or no pain, no gain. And I feel that creates an incredibly toxic mentality that harms more than it helps. Yeah, if you're really training and pushing your body, it's going to be uncomfortable. But discomfort is not the same as pain, and pain shouldn't just be ignored because someone posted a motivational quote on Instagram. If you're in actual pain, that's a sign you're doing something wrong. Pain is your body saying you need to step back and make a change. It doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean give up. It means reevaluate and adjust. And I think workout culture has really made this into a macho attitude that does more harm than good. And that's why I want to really draw the distinction between pain and discomfort. Pain equals bad. Your body is signaling something is wrong. Discomfort equals beyond your comfort zone. This is where you want to aim and target and improve. Getting comfortable being uncomfortable is far more valuable than getting excited when you pop your shoulder out of the socket. And I'm definitely not speaking from experience here. So young James, that's me, but younger, had the attitude of no pain, no gain. I thought I needed to prove I was willing to go the distance, have a training montage going on every day, break my body down far beyond its ability to repair. Even if I avoided acute injuries, I frequently and repeatedly developed chronic injuries that took months to recover from. I got to know a few of the physical therapists very well back in my hometown, and that didn't serve me. That attitude didn't make me a great athlete and probably robbed me of hitting my full potential. Now, current James, that's uh, the much more mature and more handsome James, now wants longevity. And this James wants to be lifting as far into his life as he can. And my path of improvement isn't always going to be linear. Sometimes I'll need to lower the weights, adjust my workout, warm up longer. I spend a lot more time listening to what my body's telling me. Are these the aches and soreness from a good workout? Or am I stepping into that dangerous territory that'll get me hurt? Sometimes I just have to accept that I can't train today and I have to go to bed. Young Impulsive James is still here. He's ready to throw on too much weight for a quick ego boost. And he is single-handedly the biggest risk to my longevity and my ability to improve. So I'll end with this. What are some setbacks you experience? What does the younger, more impulsive version of yourself do that gets you in trouble? How do you temper that and stay true to your plan? Let me know by sending an email to livefit at fitforlifepodcast.com. And I'll leave that in the show notes below. If you made it this far, thank you for taking the time to spend some of your day with me. If you enjoyed the show, a great way to show support is to simply click that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out. But that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. I'm James, and this is Fit for Life.